Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. Pastor, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm sure it's the same in the West as it is in Asia. Many people have died because of this COVID-19. In fact, some of my pastor friends in Indonesia, probably some people you know too, they have passed away. Uh, many have lost jobs. They are unemployed. The future looks very bleak. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, what encouragement can you bring to the people? You're writing a book on hope. So how can we have hope in the midst of these dark times? God has unlimited resource, unlimited ability. And to step into the realm of supernatural release, I have to obey the laws of His kingdom. I, 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 can't, I can't get the blessing of His kingdom when I live by the rules of another kingdom. In other words, I, I have to use the, the principles of His word, of, of praying and meditating on His word. Uh, hearing from God. What is he saying to me about my present situation? What decrees do I need to make? Uh, when John the Baptist was going to be born, the Lord shut Zacharias' mouth so that he wouldn't be able to interfere with the miracle. And sometimes our own words interfere with the miracle that God has planned. But conversely, our our own words can help to, to fuel or to... Uh, to inspire the miracle that God has for us. So, you know, it, it's we have to maintain hope, but hope can only be maintained by reading, meditating on the promises of God. You know, uh, Psalms 127 is, I've been reading Psalms 127 and 128 every day for the last uh, couple of years and, uh, and praying them over my family. And, uh, and there's one uh, phrase in Psalms 127. He said, it's vain for you to rise up early and retire late, eating the bread of painful labors. And here's the reason why. Because God gives to his beloved while they sleep. Wow. God provides while we sleep. So I'm supposed to be faithful in my work, but my work is supposed to be worship. And I realize some have lost their job, so I, I, that's a different issue. But the point is, is everything I do is to be an expression of worship and sacrifice to the Lord. Because He, the, the fire of God falls on sacrifice. And so if I'm repairing a car and I give that to Him as an offering, He is attracted to blessing that part of my labor. If it's my prayer life, if it's if it's that I take this verse out of Psalms 127 and I just begin to pray, God, you said you provide even while we sleep. So tonight as I rest, I go to sleep tonight in full trust that you are my supplier. You are the one who provides for me. You are not restricted by man's resources. You are the God of unlimited supply. And we fill our heart, our mind, with the awareness of who he is. That's where hope comes from. Hope comes from his nature, his covenant. He, he didn't make promises to us and then say, you know, I'm going to provide for you except when there's a pandemic. Then I'm sorry, but you're on your own. You'll have to figure it out. I mean, that's not him. 
He's the loving Father that looks to heal our land. So it's our responsibility. He's given us the book. It's our responsibility to pour through this book and ask God to speak to us. And when he breathes on this page of scripture, and I can see what God is speaking to me, it's now my responsibility to prayerfully meditate on it, to pray it, to confess it, decree it, to encourage other people with it. Everything I can do to maintain strength, I must do. And if I find that I'm faltering, then I need to get next to somebody who's stronger than me, wow. that is being stable in a difficult season. Because we're, we're members of a body. We're members of one another. We don't succeed by ourselves. We succeed together. And so I want to be strong when you're weak. I want you to be strong when I'm weak so that we can stand together. My wife is sometimes so stable and strong. By the way, she sends her love uh, so strong and stable when I'm, I'm spinning, you know. And, and the opposite is also true. We just we work so hard to maintain hope so that we can be a strength for each other. And, uh, and that's, that's the body of Christ. That's who we are. So my encouragement is, you know, pray in tongues a lot. Read the word. Meditate. Find out what God is saying. Believe it. Just simply believe it. And, uh, and, and let's trust him to see, to see how he can turn this around. Because I, I have a feeling we're, we're already seeing it in our, in our, here in Reading. We have people that, that experience devastating loss from this pandemic. And they are already better off than before wow. the pandemic. God has already turned it around. Impossible situations. Businesses that should have closed down are now having their best months in the time of the pandemic, which is, is it's illogical. It's illogical. Wow. But, it, but it is the Lord. It is the Lord. Pastor, I want to ask you one last question on this section on the COVID-19 pandemic. And obviously, Bethel is a very prophetic ministry. You are a very prophetic pastor. How do you see the future? How will the church look like, say, two years from now, three years from now? What I sense is there's still some more shaking that's happening. And, but it's, it's, it's helping the church to rediscover priorities. And because we want to be standing on solid ground. If they're shaking, I want to be on something solid. I don't want to be on something that's going to collapse. Right. And so the things we've seen in recent months has caused people to reevaluate the priorities of their life. And if we continue to respond to this, I believe there's a mighty, mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit that will bring in tremendous numbers of salvations. You know, the one billion soul harvest that many of us have been declaring for a number of years. Um, that's That has already started. We've, we're seeing more and more people just saved online. It's the most unusual thing uh, that people would watch a broadcast and they would come to Christ. And and uh, so I, I believe that, um, that the churches who respond in a kingdom fashion during this crisis, there's going to be uh, just a tremendous number of people that will be coming to our doors asking for help, asking to know Jesus, asking to be delivered of addictions and various lifestyles that have kept them in prison. I, I really believe that that is in our near future. Um, it's happening in measure right now, but I feel like it's going to explode. 
but it's it's not uh, it's not a frivolous thing. It's not like oh boy, there's more people coming. It's not that. It's that the fear of God is hitting our nations. So people are waking up to the reality of the gospel, and it's just our time to shine. Wow. We cannot be silent. We must we must speak. And then uh, the last thing I would mention is I feel like this is this is the great opportunity for us to increase in demonstrations of power, to learn what it is in the in the quiet place, to cry out to God for the greater anointing for miracles. I may be driving in my car, I might be in the middle of a meeting, but anytime I see the clock and it says 10.38, I stop and give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. Because Acts 10.38 says that he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So Benny and I, we'll just take a moment. We say, God, we just ask, do it again. If she sees it and I don't, she'll say, honey, it's 10.38. I go, oh, oh God, we just ask that you would do it again that you you would anoint us with the Holy Spirit Amen. and that the tormented Amen. people would be set free. And uh, we, we need reminders like this throughout our life to just turn our heart to the Lord, that that's why we're here. This gospel must be displayed with power. It Amen. is not an option. Amen. It's not an option. Paul said, it's not in word, it is in power. And as uh, our preaching, you know, we want to be good at it and do a good job and, of course, be accurate. But there's got to be the display of this power. Hallelujah. Pastor, that is so good.